Hello. Hello. <laughs> Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we are talking about week one of Love Island, Australia, season five. Whoa. AKA episodes two, three, and four. That's right. Before we get into that, though, if you haven't uh, subscribed to our Patreon, uh, you, that's, I mean. You do you. You don't have to. But maybe, but maybe you didn't because you don't know what the perks are. Oh. So if you subscribe for five dollars a month, you get a whole other season of this show. I'm or, going. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Once a week, we reca- we recap episodes of Love Island UK season five. Right now, we're about halfway through that season, uh, and we will always have an older season uh, with the fresh uh, review there. Yeah, because Brendan has never seen those seasons. I have, but he has not. Right. Um, you also get access to the Discord and maybe a little holiday gift if you're a patron. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Um, and follow us on Instagram at Not Friendship Island Pod. And, and rate and review us wherever you listened. Yeah, where you listened. <laughs> uh, so I am preparing to commit crimes. What is I'm, it against some of these boys? Is that what we're talking about? Because I wanna... no, no, this is oh. not relevant to this. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, now I'm concerned. <laughs> it's gonna be a heist, the uh, the likes of which no one has ever seen. What's the before. goal? I'll tell you the goal. Have you ever heard of the uh, the popular app Libby? Yes, only because you were screaming about it the other day while we were uh, while we were playing Fall Guys. You were trying to get a library card. <laughs> <laughs> right. So guess what? Did you get your library card? Not only did I get my library card, <laughs> I found out something. What is it? I found out that you can have multiple library cards for multiple different library systems. Oh, I thought you said you needed your ID. This is not an ad for Libby, yes. by the way. Pay us, Libby. Uh, no, you're doing a great service to the public Pay us, libraries. Libby. Um, <laughs> you, can ha- you do in some library systems, but also... I'm going to Boston this weekend, mm-hmm. and you need proof of residence, whether that be an ID or bills. Okay. My brother lives in Boston. Right, hence you going there. He lives in one uh, library district, and he used to live in another library district. Now, I Why spoke- are you trying to con the library system? I don't understand. Because. What's the point? The point is- <laughs> You only have access to the ebooks that your library system has. Mm-hmm. And our library system does not have very many ebooks. Right, we live in a small town. We live in a small town. Although it is a giant library system. Mm-hmm. Mid York is huge. Okay. But anyway. Tell people where we live. In the mid yeah. I don't know what the Mid York it's like all of upstate New York. Oh. <laughs> but so, I'm going to go to one with my brother's bills for his apartment and say, look, I just moved here. This is my apartment. And then I'm going to get a library card. Then, I'm going to get bills from his old apartment and say, listen, I just moved here. I live with my brother. Here's proof. And then, I'm going to get two new biz- uh, library cards. Cool. I have all the books. That's awesome. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> Love, Love Island. Island. Listen, if you would have told me uh, at the beginning of this week that Ollie was going to be one of my favorite 
Islanders, I would have not believed you. Yeah, the crimes that I'm looking to commit are very different than yours. It's so crazy. I had to. And I'll be a ride or die bitch. I'll commit these crimes with you. Thank you. I knew you would, though. Um, Watching today's episode, today is Thursday, um, when we were recording this, I had to, like, pause. Like, I had to pause the episode and, like, take a breath at one point because I was getting so mad. Callum, this man is not. Okay, this let's Callum, be clear. This man wishes he was Callum. Yeah, I think he does, but he doesn't have even an ounce of the charm. And listen, Callum's kind of a dirtbag sometimes, but he's not this kind of dirtbag. Yeah, he's like, Callum is like um, like a, a charming dirtbag. Like Patrick Swayze. Callum is Patrick Swayze. Whoa. Okay. He just seems like a dirtbag. Mm. Okay. This guy seems like Crispin Glover. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't keep bringing up Crispin Glover. All right. Let's get into the episode. So episode two, we open back on Lucinda's first night in the villa. And I was getting annoyed right away watching this because the first three minutes was the previously on and then the coming up tonight. And then as soon as that was over, it was another minute of what we had just watched from the previous episode anyways. I was so annoyed about it. But anyways, the girls are down there talking to Lucinda. They ask who she fancies. She says, Nate, put a pin in it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll be cool. (laughs) Dude, no one is likable. Mm, Nate's likable. No. Oh, so we are going to fight today. All right. That's fine. I thought I thought Nate was likable, but you must have missed something. Oh, my God. Well, if there's one tiny moment of him maybe not being likable, I'm not going to say he's no, unlikable. No, it's not like that. If it's we'll something get, that I We will get missed, to it. All right. We will get to it. Uh, Tyra says that everyone is obsessed with Nate, uh, but that he was the last to get picked. And uh, Lucinda also says that she likes the look of Ollie. I wrote yucky. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Lucinda also says that Zach is good looking, but she didn't vibe with him right away. Put a pin in that too while you're at it. (laughs) Hope you brought your pins, everybody. They're going to be busy today. (laughs) And then we see Zach chat with Savannah and he talks about having watched Lucinda on her season. And he says that he has reflected on their situation a bit today. They both agree that they are better as friends friends not romantic and they both say that they feel better after establishing that fact he was like totally willing to like go into that conversation and dump her Mm -hmm. and then he's like yeah i've been thinking about our situation and she's like yeah me too and he's like you go (laughs) Go he's like you dump yourself so i don't have to (laughs) Uh, and then zach tries to form a little pact with savannah to leak info uh to each other um, about the boys and the girls and Savannah gets started right away and she tells him that at the moment Tia likes Trent but she also likes Nate a lot and Zach acts shocked as if Nakia didn't already tell him this earlier that day right because she did <laughs> um, and then Zach pulls Trent and tells him that there has been some gossip about Tia and Nate and he tells him to not be so solid and get rid of some of his tunnel vision. And then Zach also tells him in the same breath to plant a kiss on Tia to solidify things. Seems like mixed messages, <laughs> but. Dude, I'm sorry. Let me know if I have to edit this out. Yeah. 
Trent looks like he was in a farming accident. What does that mean? It means he has he the way he looks, the way he talks, the way he moves looks like he has a brain injury. Why does it? Why is it farming related? Everyone who grew up around farmers knows a guy guess, who yeah, like <laughs> fell in a baler or like My got God. kicked in the head by a cow. Can you survive falling in a baler? Someone I know. Uh, <laughs> Skip like thirty seconds if you don't want to hear anything graphic. Oh my god, can I? Uh, I won't say it. <laughs> okay, I don't think I want to hear it. Okay, it was gonna be that graphic. Maybe it's a story for the Discord. Ah, uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say though, I think Trent has very, very pretty eyes. Like his eye color is very green. I like, wouldn't. I, like- I wouldn't know. He hasn't made eye contact with anybody. <laughs> Just trust me on this. <laughs> I've been looking. He has very, very, very pretty eyes. The color, the color specifically, his eyes almost seem a little bit crossed. I don't think that's the biggest deal, but the color is—it's just very green. I feel like you don't always see people with like really like green eyes yeah you see somebody who's like oh my eyes are green but they had to tell you that their eyes were green and they're also like but when i'm sad they're blue you know that Mm. (laughs) but his are just very green yeah what was his name jolene (laughs) what jolie what was that one of the lyrics jolene jolie yeah uh ivory skin and eyes of emerald green oh right oh i thought it was i thought there was another lyric about uh, their eyes changing colors or something, but mm. anyways, next we see Savannah ask Tia about exploring things with Nate, and she does say that she would want to, and she also says that she thinks Zach is telling Trent right now about the interest she has in Nate. She's like, I think that's happening like right over there, and she's like, I'm worried. Why? <laughs> it's also, day three. Also, you like? Oh, no, you're Nate. not. You're you, not. You love this, actually. <laughs> she, I wrote, she looks concerned, but not enough to go have the conversation herself. Right. <laughs> and it's like, who cares, dude? It's day three. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're allowed to like people. Yeah. And I don't even like her, dude. Tia? <laughs> yeah. I start to. She She reminds me. Of... Oh, sorry. Continue. No, you can say. Who does she remind you of? Um. From season 10. Tasha? Yeah. Or. Not season 10. Season, season nine. Eight. Whatever. Season 8? Really? Yeah. Tasha? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She reminds me of Tasha. Remember the fact I... that you were just pointing at your ear. The fact that you do, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's only been Who's one. Who's the one fucked up of us? Who's... I think there's only been the one deaf Islander, so. Is that true? No, because the guy was deaf in one ear, too. The guy. Tyree. <laughs> the guy. Yeah, he was deaf in, in one ear, but mm. um, Tasha was... Uh, fully deaf. Ron was blind in one eye. Yeah, so? Why do we have to talk about Ron? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next, Zach and Trent do some role playing so that Trent can successfully land the kiss. And Zach tells Trent that he is living vicariously through him. I really don't know if he was trying to be funny or if he's stupid. He's probably it's probably a little bit of both. But. Here's the thing. Oh well, I will get it to it later. Okay, and then Zach pulls Sav with Trent to tell her about the plan. They ask if Savannah. They ask Savannah if Tia is ready to have the kiss, and she's like, "Uh, I don't know." 
And he's like, well, she told at least two other people that she would do it. And she's like, okay, well, then why the fuck are you asking me? <laughs> she's like, I thought was funny. <laughs> she's like, what? Did you want me to be supportive? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. She doesn't seem the type yeah. to just, like, be mindlessly supportive of no, somebody. She, she kind of seems the type to be like, Oh my god, you should totally kiss her. Daddy, I if I have to hear her fucking say daddy one more time, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. Uh Tia then comes up and sits with them during this chat. And the other two leave. And Tia asks about the chat with Zach and he says that it was nothing. And she brings up that she had a good conversation with Nate. So she brings up that she had a good conversation with Nate. And then in her talking head, she says that she could tell that there was some hurt in his eyes. And she kind of liked it because she could tell that he was jealous. And she likes that. And I wrote, I know Brendan hates her now. <laughs> it's like the most toxic shit you could ever say. But. It's very fucked up. It's very. There was hurt in his eyes. And I liked that. That was Ugh. from the cow. It's not hurt. It's confusion when he got kicked in the head. Brendan. What? I got so frustrated I called you Josh. Damn. Um, Why are they talking like they're spies in World War II? Girl, I do not. You're like, I've heard from several sources that that certain wheels are in motion. Vis-a-vis. This group of people is the weirdest. It's the fucking... The fucking weirdest group of islanders I've ever seen. And the messiest, for sure. They're messy. They're also just so... They're so fucking weird. And, like, listen, I'm a weird person. So, like, I get it. But they're fucking weird. (laughs) I don't even know a better word for it. This group is strange. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's, like, who's... Who's likable? I don't know. Well, I would say, but then you'd be like, no, he's not. <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it why I don't think he's like Um, She then tells Trent that he is her number one at the end of the day, and he goes in for a kiss when they stand up to leave, which is crazy because she went up there and had that chat with him, trying to talk to him about the chat that she knows that he just had with Zach. Because she's like, what did you hear from Zach? Knowing that Zach was just telling her. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rumors about Tia and Nate. And he's like, oh, it was nothing. And she's like, okay, well, I had a chat with Nate. And then she tells him that he's her number one. That's so crazy to me. That's so crazy. Don't worry. She'll change her mind in two seconds. I know. Uh, Trent and Tia then come downstairs. They join the rest of the villa. They um, kiss. After the kiss, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And everyone's been watching them. Zach asks if the eagle has landed, and then he hugs Trent. These two are absolutely, I just hate them. I didn't think that I could hate a pair more than I hated Small Mitch and Callum together. They just, I, like, they just make guttural animal noises. They're not even human beings. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I pretty much, I really think I hate them. Who did I, do you remember I said something really mean about somebody one time? All the time. I can't remember who <laughs> that's the most vague thing <laughs> that's your default Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, i'm kidding that's not is it true no okay it's not true okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh to make it even more awkward tia sits on trent and they're all sitting around with lucinda nate and ben 
And Tia and Nate have had talks recently where they're like expressing interest in each other. And they haven't talked since then. And now Tia is sitting on Trent and they talk about their first kiss. And Nate is like, it is talking and he's like, well, I'm confused. Nate's like, I'm done with this. (laughs) And then Lucinda and Nate chat. And I wrote, apparently he has big feet and big hands. Very impressive. Also, kind of a little goofy because he's like, what size are your shoes? I don't know, 14? And then they were 12s. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he wears 14. and Some shoes are different. Like, I wear different sizes and, like, different types of shoes. Not, like, the same type, though. I don't think I would wear this two different sizes in the same sneaker. But boots versus sneakers... Versus heels. Boots versus sneakers. The whole club was looking at her. How did you? No. I won't accept that. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Um, Lucinda asks who he has his eyes on. And he said he did have his eyes on Tia, but she had just had her first kiss. And he said he is down to get to know someone new. Lucinda tells him that he has such good energy. He seems like a really nice person. She asks, or no, he asks her type, and she says, oh, just tall, dark, and handsome. He's like, oh. Oh, shit. shit. I'm all of those things. Mm-hmm. And he tells her he is attracted to her, and then they um, they leave that chat. They go to hang out with a bunch of the other islanders. And we see Lucinda chat to Ollie very briefly before Zach calls everyone over to play a game and he plays the part of Sophie in this game where he, he fucking just... wishes he was Sophie Monk. <laughs> um, he like, int- it's a very short game and there's almost no payoff to this, but he introduces the girls and then the boys ask questions. So I guess they're playing like the opposite version of how like they all met, I suppose. And so he introduces Tia, and Tia asks the last time she kissed a boy, and she says, I don't know, 30 minutes ago? Everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, don't talk about it. It's weird <laughs> you keep talking about it, you guys. Um, and then Lucinda's next, and Zach asks what boy she would kiss, and she says, Ollie and Nate. That's it for the game. That's the end of the game. And then Lucinda gets a text and it says, in 24 hours, she will steal someone's partner and the girl single will be left vulnerable. And all the girls are worried because they're like, oh, fuck, we all told our guys after 30 minutes we weren't interested. <laughs> and also, Whoops! she's like, Lucinda's like screaming about what a great text this is. And all the other girls were like, this doesn't sound great. Like, what do you mean this is a great text? One of us is going to be single. You're the only one who's fine in this situation. Yeah. Again, it's because they're all like, actually, I don't like you. <laughs> and you're like, cool. We coupled up 15 minutes ago. But Not that's everyone. Fine. I mean, Tyra is yeah. still pretty set with Ben at that moment. Mm-hmm. And Tyra, up until, I mean, I guess Tia is but that, but that's with it. Trent. Those two. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> And then I got very confused because we see the sun coming up and I'm like, what the fuck? We just don't get bedtime. Yeah, it's very weird. But we do get bedtime. But this, they have shown the sun coming up. I mm. don't know. It it doesn't matter. And But it was confusing to me. So we get a uh, short bedtime. We see a little cuddle between Trent and Tia and Ben and Tyra. And then it's actually morning. 
And Lucinda gets a text and it says she gets to, to help her make her choice tonight, she gets to speed date three boys. So she chooses Nate, Ollie, and Zach. And this speed dating is very similar to Holly's speed dating from last Mm -hmm. season, if you recall. Because, like, they're just in the villa. They don't leave. And everyone is just kind of, like, standing up on the balcony watching it happen. Which Not even, like, half of them are on the day beds, like, 20 feet away. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, So, Ollie's first. And um, Ollie and Lucinda notice that she has a flower on her bikini. He has a flower in his hat. Wow, they have so much in common. (laughs) Wow, this is going great, you guys. (laughs) Um, He says that he is glad there is another English person here because they get each other's banter. She asks his star sign. I guess it's bad that he's an Aquarius because all of his exes are. Her exes. Her exes. Yes, correct. <clears throat> and then Ollie says in his talking head that he thinks Kira should be packing her bag. I was like, Jesus Christ. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking brutal. Calm down. <laughs> I kind of love it, but also Jesus Christ. A bit much. This, uh, Kira should go die. I know. Oh, my God. If I were Kira, I would just freaking fling myself off the balcony. You know what? Kira ends up being one of the more likable people through this week, honestly. Yeah. I feel terrible for her by the end of the week. I feel awful. So sad. We'll get to it. And then Nate is next. And while Nate is going, I don't know what Nate has done to these boys. They fucking hate him. Just They're as he's catty. Just as he's walking out. They're like, Nate's so boring. He doesn't know how to talk to girls. He doesn't know how to make girls laugh. And I don't know if it's because that first day it got around that all of the girls were like, oh, my God, Nate. It must be. He's so hot. And it really got to it seems like it it would get to somebody like Zach. Like, it seems like that would bother him. Yeah. Ben is a mindless puppet of whatever Trent and Zach are saying. It's insane. So it's like. And Trent is unintelligible. (laughs) He's just mindless. <laughs> Stop. Looks like Ben's still here in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Why? You I haven't see, seen that. You can see it later. I'm not gonna, but. I Anyways. can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so Nate says that there's one girl he's got his eyes on and it's her. And she's like eating this up. And she's also laughing. Right after all the boys are like, oh, he's so boring. He doesn't know how to make a girl laugh. But we also find out that he's an Aquarius. So, uh-oh. Also, I'm assuming Seth, I don't remember who, but called him daddy. Of this course, man is if, not daddy. If somebody was called daddy, just to It was by Savage. Yeah, Savage. <laughs> but it's just, that one doesn't even make sense. I get that you think he's hot because he's hot. But, but hot does not equal daddy. It does for her. That seems obvious. Um, Last is Zach, who is escorted over uh, by Ben for some reason. Um, And he asks uh, Lucinda why he should date her. Yeah, this whole... So at this point, I was operating under the assumption that, like, the whole, like, douchey guy is, like, a character he was playing. Mm -hmm. Um, But... The way he hugged her at the beginning of this, I was like, oh, this guy isn't a character. And then the way he talked to her, I was like, oh, this guy isn't a character. He's the worst. And the fact that he try- that he tries, his attempt is to turn this date around. Because the date is like, 
Lucinda has the options here, okay? Mm -hmm. She has the option of truly anybody, but at least these three guys, they're all interested in her. And the fact that he attempts to turn it around and it works so easily because she answers. It was a a miracle how fast it worked. (laughs) I was like, this is actually what, like, the guys trying to sell dating courses pretend that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Why are you a stupid bitch? Hmm. <laughs> and the girl's like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, he says that she is his type on paper if she's lucky. And he is so weird. I would literally hate to be on a date with him. I would hate it so much. Uh, he tells her that he thinks they will couple up and she would be a fool not to. And I can't believe it, but she's still attracted to him after this date. Actually, this More date attractive. changes everything for her. Really? It's insanity. I... It's simple. It's like, makes me feel bad for people who just need to feel better about themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought I was going to like Lucinda on this season after her first episode. Nope. I won't. Uh-uh. I will not be liking This Lucinda. is the craziest season I've ever seen so far. In the worst way. In the worst way. It's literally like what people think Love Island is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is like you get someone that's like, I don't watch reality TV. It's all just horrible people trying to be famous. And you're like, <laughs> okay, but like it's, it's not, not always that. like that. This and... is like, it's all horrible people. <laughs> yeah, it is. We see a little bit of a break from the douchebaggery. We see Nakia and Ali have a chicken fight with Ben and Tyra, and Nakia wins. Tyra Tyra almost drowned. (laughs) I I was like, you need to let go of her legs. (laughs) I I don't think she has the core strength to save her own life. (laughs) It's so funny. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, let her go, let her go. She just gets put straight back and her head goes underwater. And he's just holding on to her legs above water. Tia asks Nate um, where his head is at. He says that he thinks his date with Lucinda went well. Uh, He asks if she is still testing the waters and she says that she is. She says that all of her eggs are not in one basket. And they talk about how well their chat went yesterday. And then Nate is confused about why she went from that chat to moving further along things with Trent. And she says in her talking head, sure, her and Trent are kissing and cuddling, but there's nothing there emotionally yet. Oh, I thought that was the opposite of what you said earlier. (laughs) Right. Silly me. (laughs) Stupid. (sighs) And then it's nighttime. And uh, we see some chats with Lucinda. This whole night, I feel like, kind of centers around Lucinda and her choice and everything. So, Ollie asks Lucinda if she cares about stepping on anyone's toes in particular. And she says no. She doesn't really know anybody there yet. So, it's not like she can be that worried about it, which is fair. And she says she still doesn't know who she's going to pick. Ollie tells her that he's um, interested in her. And he says in his talking head that he likes her big, thick thighs. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Honestly, same. (laughs) And then, yeah, we've been watching Love Island games, and that's been, like, everyone's favorite part of seeing Liberty on the show. Oh, yeah. Because we're like, okay, we would take a bite. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'd take a nibble at least. (laughs) If she'd let me. 
And then we see Zach talk to Sav about his date with Lucinda. He says he loves basic white girls. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, I'm back to thinking he's a loser. I don't know how I didn't before that, but I guess maybe I was still on the fence about if it was a character thing or not. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's not. And then we see Nate and Lucinda chat and she says she keeps changing her mind. She doesn't know who she's going to pick. And she says she doesn't know if she is his number one or if Tia is. And he says he's told everyone he's into her and the door is not even open for Tia at this point. He says he can't trust her. That's a lie though, right? I don't know. I mean, I think it is a lie. I think it is technically a lie, but I do think he doesn't trust Tia. But I, sure, but I that's think a it lie, be, though, right? Yeah, I think it would be not fair for him, or not even not fair. I think it would be a lie for him to say that the door is closed with Tia. Although I do think if Lucinda went all in on him, he wouldn't, he wouldn't like keep having chats with Tia, but he would keep it in the back of his mind just in case. I just want to point that out because that's one of two things that I want to point out as to why he's not as likable as you think he is. No, you can't tell me. I find him likable. You can have your reasons for not finding it, but you can't tell me that he's not like. I find Nate likable. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Fine. You can have your reasons for finding him unlikable. In the sea of this fucking shitbag of a season, Nate is extremely likable for me. The only reason I like Ollie is because I've seen him twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not holding my breath on Ollie, but uh, then we see Lucinda chat to Zach, and um, she says that she feels like he is playing hard to get, and she doesn't think he's keen on her, and she doesn't like, she's like, I don't even see you looking at me, and he says he doesn't need to hound at her door, but like, bro, she's, and God, it's so annoying because it fucking works. So it's, it's insane. like, <laughs> I can't even say anything, really. But I'm like, she's the one with choices, not you. You should be the one trying to be like, I am a good option for you. But he's not. And God, it works, but it's only because, because she's stupid as fuck. <laughs> because she has no ass. self-esteem. <laughs> it's in- If he did that to any well-adjusted or semi-well-adjusted woman, they would be like, okay don't talk to me i almost think any other woman in the villa yeah truly would not i don't know it's so crazy he's acting too cool for school (sighs) and uh unfortunately he didn't get expelled you know not yet maybe he will be we'll see Sav gets a text and she says that it's time for everyone to go to the fire pit and we see sophie monk come in I will never complain about seeing the monk. That's the reason I love Australia. And Sophie announces that it's still the spicy era, just in case you guys were wondering, oh, what era is it now? Because I'm losing track because of all the eras. Don't worry. It's still the spicy era. Not the villain era, as we were promised. Although somebody's in their villain era. For sure. (laughs) She asks Lucinda to come to the front of the fire pit, and she is told to steal a boy that she wants to couple up with. And she chooses Nate. Which I felt like what she was going to do. That's kind of where it felt like she was leaning. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised at all? No. Okay. And when asked, Zach says he didn't want to get chosen. Well, there. Uh, what well, Monk? He was doing a bit. Uh huh. Because Monk was like Monk. 
uh, Zach, did you did? Um, how are you feeling? Did you want to get chosen? And he's like, nah. <laughs> and everyone laughed. Why are people laughing at him? I because know this is in the past, but guys, stop laughing at him. He's not funny. In fact, he sucks. Oh. Hot take, right? Not funny does suck. <laughs> um, Ollie says that he had hoped that he would get to know her better. And then Lucinda and Nakia swap places. And Sophie tells her that Lucinda has stolen her <laughs> I love the way she says Lucinda. Lucinda has um, stolen her man, and she must now leave and head to the waiting room. Somebody come get her. He's stolen by Lucinda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, that one was good. That one was so much better than the boots versus sneakers you tried <laughs> to do. Boots versus sneakers. No, just because it's boots, it doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe if I said boots and the sneakers or something, but I didn't. Anyways, um, and Sophie says that she will remain there out of the game. In the waiting room. Did you picture the back rooms? Uh, <laughs> I did. Her no, wandering in the back rooms. That's where I thought. I, I guess I ex- I expected like a whole loser's bracket situation. It's Yeah. So I was recently watching the challenge uh, Dirty 30. Where they have a redemption house and the losers go to this redemption house and every so often the house kind of empties out and people have an opportunity to go into a challenge and get back into the main house. I knew it wasn't going to be that because it's not like challenges like that. But I I thought it was going to be a little (laughs) spoiler alert. It's not that. It's just sleepover. It's the hideaway. (laughs) I know. It's in the same house. It's right next door. To the bedroom. It's crazy. The I don't waiting know. rooms. Oh my god. Okay. And then Sophie welcomes our new bomb, Reed. Now Reed is imagine you get a really attractive man. Child. B- I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. You get a really attractive buff man. And just his head goes into <laughs> He's got Benjamin Button head. I'm so glad we're on the same page about this. He looks like the Gerber baby. <laughs> <laughs> With a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. And then he shaves in like the next episode. And I was like, that's a seven year old man boy <laughs> on a twenty five year old man. On a twenty five year old man's body. We haven't talked about Reed, so I'm so glad you saw the same thing. I was like, that's a widow man. <laughs> Reed is twenty six, so he says. He's a personal trainer and a model. And he says he is not worried about stepping on toes. <laughs> and it doesn't help that the bathing suit he wears are like the, the what are they, but but budgie smugglers. smugglers, which just looks like little boy underwear. Yeah. Spoiler alert! It's, it's got so... Spider Man on the butt. <laughs> not right. It's not right. He looks like a little baby, man. <laughs> it looks like if the Captain America serum had, like, awful side effects. <laughs> he's not that buff, though. If he was more buff, it'd I be, like, kind of even weirder. He looks like 6'4", too. It's just, like, it's yeah. very, like the cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. that is happening in my brain when I look at him is is hard to grok. It's hard to grok. Grok? Mm. Okay. Uh, Kira immediately says she knows him. And he catches her eye, and they say hi to each other, and we find out that they have matched on Tinder. 
And then Sophie separates the boys and leaves Reed with the girls while they go for a bro chat, as she calls it. Um, and Reed tells the girls a little bit about him. They ask about his most recent, uh, his most recent breakup and his healing era, obviously. Mm. And now he's on to his lovable era. Good ah. for him. <laughs> he, who, he's he's on to his terrible twos. <laughs> uh, Tia introduces herself first, of course, and has to say that her eggs are not all in one basket. And the rest of the girls eventually introduce themselves. Apparently, Reed hit up Kira's sister, and then all of a sudden, we find out that he fucked. It, they fucked his sister. Her sister and him. There we go. I got there in the end. And the shock on her face is so crazy. And it's like they fucked in front of her the way she reacted. Honestly, I do not think that they fucked. I do not think that Reed and her sister fucked. Interesting. It's just my theory. I wrote about it somewhere in these notes. We'll get to it eventually. Um, Lucinda says, maybe make it a family thing. Girl. This is hilarious. No. Girl, no. That's funny. <laughs> it is funny, but no. <laughs> the girls think it's the funniest thing when this is the hardest thing that Kira has ever gone through, apparently. Um, I don't think these girls like Kira. Kira's a weirdo. She's but... just different from them. They thought they had another gold mine with a maps person. Not that I I don't mean to say that Al is a gold mine. But people saw him and they were like, oh, my God, it's Al from Maps. I keep forgetting she was on Maps. Yeah, but, I mean, she was a, you know, and she, she wasn't like a player in whatever the game is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's a family member, so I guess maybe that's why. And then Sophie asks the boys what they think about Reed. And Zach, I don't even know what the fuck he says. I just wrote he lives to say one-liners specifically to make Trent laugh. Like, mm. nothing he says matters. Like, it's so, God, this whole thing is just me shitting on him. I'm going to try to breathe no, right shit. along. I've got more shit Listen, later. Listen, you, you had a lot of fiber, all right? <laughs> yeah, but there's more coming later. And so the boys come back over. Reed stands in front of the fire pit, and Sophie tells him to choose a girl, and he went besides Lucinda, and he chooses Tia. Mm. And Sophie then says that Trent must leave and head to the waiting room. And she gives him a bottle of champagne to enjoy with Nakia. And I wrote, this is weird as shit. But immediately Trent is pissed. He doesn't even know this guy. He calls him a dog. He calls him a snake. All of this shit. It's like, this guy doesn't owe you anything. He just walked in here. Mm-hmm. And also, how about the fact that Tia was stoked about it? Immediately. So why don't you worry about that and not the little baby man? And that brings us to episode three. We open right back at the fire pit. Everyone is still confused about whatever the fuck the waiting room is. And then we see Trent enter said waiting room, which is quite literally. Trenter, if you will. (laughs) I will. (laughs) He trenters. Um, He enters the room. It's just a bed with a bowl of fruit, which is weird. It is the hideaway. I would almost bet money that it will end up being the hideaway for this season. Um, he tells Nakia about the new bombshell. Trent says he's a snake. And then they just awkwardly lay in the bed and try to figure out what's going on. It's, um, <clears throat> it's an interesting setting. It's, it's the smallest room you can imagine. Yeah. That could fit a double bed in it. It's the smallest room. I don't even know if you could get off the bed on the other side. 
You I think could. you could. You probably could. <laughs> I think you're being a little dramatic, but it's, it's a, a small, small room. room for sure. Even the announcer kept calling it a cupboard. <laughs> uh, next, we see Zach tell Ben that he does not think Lucinda is very solid with Nate. He says the girls he normally goes for would not even consider Nate. They're not even in his realm, he says. Dang. He does still say Lucinda is his type. And even if she said, you don't compliment me enough, he like just mocks her. It's like, this is supposed to be the girl you like. Have you ever, ever met a woman you respect? I wonder. I don't think so. (laughs) Sorry. Not even his mama. Dude, he's so gross. And there's like a lot of stuff that he says. We're going to get to one that is like the most insane thing that has ever been said on Love Island, I think. You know what's so crazy is that he says so many ridiculous things. That I don't even know which one you're talking about, but I'm sure we will get there. Um, Next, we see Lucinda and Nate chat, and she asks if he knew that she was going to pick him, and he says he felt like she was. Um, they both talk about how much they don't like movies. <laughs> like, they just talk about, like, they're like, do you like movies? And he's like, I don't really like movies. Do you like movies? Not really one for a movie. <laughs> but sometimes I'll watch a movie with someone. He's like, yeah, I'll watch it with somebody. Then I'll get bored, though, because cool. the movie. <laughs> and I don't like the movies. I'm like, oh, my God. You guys, this is such a sick conversation. Talk about other things. <laughs> Talk about something you do like. Maybe it'd be more interesting. And then we see Tia talks to Sav, and she says she feels honored and flattered by Reed picking her. But she didn't really want him to. <laughs> Which is interesting. And Sav is like, well, you told him that you were happy with Trent, but you're open. And Tia's like, oh, but am I open, though? Savannah's like, well, Why'd you say that, dummy? I hear she's like, well, that's what she keeps saying. So figure it out. She's like, this is your time to see if you're open. God. Uh, Kira comes in to this chat, and she says that Reed is a good egg. Um, even though he apparently just dropped on TV that he fucked your sister. Personally, I don't think that makes him a good egg. It's a weird place to say it and to drop it the way he did. Like, he did it for shock value. You know what I mean? I feel like he did it for the clip of him saying that he did it. Um, because when they talk about it later, we'll get to it, actually. Let's just wait. We'll get okay. We're almost there. I'm sure we are. Uh, and T and Sav are just laughing about the fact that he fucked her sister and Kira does not find it funny. She's and pretty upset. She is upset. And I again, I think that this thing obviously bothers her, especially because we see as bombs come in, Kira keeps thinking one of them is going to be for her, right? She thinks one of these guys is going to have interest in her. <clears throat> and I think maybe she thought, oh, I have a head start with this guy. We matched on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And then he drops in front of everyone, oh, I fucked your sister. And now the girls are just laughing about it. And I already think that the girls don't like her. And I just feel like it feels shitty. Like I would like, I just feel like she probably feels really shitty. Yeah. I don't disagree with you there. And after Kira leaves, Savannah and Tia are just like, Oh, was that rude? And Tia's like, yeah, that was actually really rude. And she's like, psych. I don't fucking care. (laughs) It's it's like some mean girls. No regrets era. (laughs) It's insane. Wow, Kira, so cool. <laughs> I love your hair. I know. It's that kind of shit. It's like yeah. that kind of shit, I feel like. And then we see Kira chat with Reed, 
And she says that she was so ready for a new bomb. Um, and then not only was it him, but it was him who fucked her sister. And she asks when it happened. And he acts like he can't remember. And that's like the first thing. You came locked and loaded to be like, I fucked your sister. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. I'm going to defend. Can, I'm gonna... can I finish my thought? Okay, yes. Yeah, sorry. Why are you coming in here going to defend this weird baby man? And he's like, oh, maybe three to four years. And she says, and he says, maybe. He's like, oh, maybe. I'm all ma-. It's just the way he says it. That it makes me feel like he didn't come prepared to actually be able to back up like what he said. That's just my opinion. I don't believe him at all. Just the way he reacts to the conversation. Not solely because he's like, ah, three to four years, I don't remember. It's the way he acts in this conversation. Remember when we just played this social deduction game and I called out the two people that were bad because of the way they were playing? Just trust my gut a little, okay? Okay, can I talk now? <laughs> yes, of course. You have the microphone, right? Uh, no. That's what this is? <laughs> I thought it was a dilly. Okay, um... He did not come lock and loaded to say it. I uh, can I talk, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. She's the one that brought it up. Go on. <laughs> She's the one that brought up. He didn't want to mention it. He seemed like he awkward. didn't want to mention it. She brought it up. He didn't want to mention it. Listen. You know how easy it would Listen. be to not mention it. She mentioned it. She he did men- not mention it. He did not okay. mention it. He's like, yeah, 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 I, I, I know your sister. And then someone's like, uh, he, she was like, oh, you dated my sister. And he's like, yeah, I dated your sister. And someone else is like, did you sleep with her sister? And he goes, ah, yeah. That was not him get, coming locked and loaded to be like, hey, what's up, Kira? I fucked your sister. I'm just telling you I disagree. And also, if someone was like, hey, remember a name that I'm not going to say? When did you sleep with her? I like, would be like, I don't know, three, four years ago. I just said it's not the amount of time that he said. It's the way he said this. I'm just telling you, it doesn't seem like it really. It's just my opinion. It, he, it seemed like all of that was like coaxed out of him. He I didn't, just disagree, he didn't, he honey. didn't bring up any of it. I just disagree. Okay, you can you can disagree with me. That's Thank fine. You. Kira says that she is also oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. It seemed like. If this was true and he is telling the truth, seems like this happened before they matched on Tinder. Yeah, I think I think she said that because when he says three to four years ago, she's like, oh, I thought it was recent. She said, yeah. So I I think that that would be before. I'm just telling you the way he said it just gave me the impression. Um, not an honest person. That's just how I feel. You feel differently. That's OK. OK. <laughs> I just uh, it's fine. I don't. We, we we litigated it. We don't need to relitigate. Mm, no litigating. It's just a difference of opinion, right? Yeah. Um, Kira says that she is drawing a line because it's a bit weird with the history he has with her, and you know it's awkward. And unfortunately, she says this place is becoming like Friendship Island to her. Here's the thing about this. Uh huh. Someone finally said Friendship Island. Yeah, that's a win. Here's the loss. <laughs> she said it is friendship island <laughs> which is not our fucking podcast we can edit her into saying that yeah, i'm right sure she thing. said not so far <laughs> uh lucinda sees tia walk out with reed and she tells nate 
that she could tell that Tia was very keen at the fire pit to get to know Reed. She's like, I could tell it wasn't like a thing where she was like, um, not wanting to get to know him. And he chose her out of nowhere. Like you could tell that she wanted to get to know him. And then we see a chat with T and Reed. They talk about roundabouts, which again is super fun. These people know how to have such good conversations. Uh, Tia asks what Reed is looking for. And he says, you know, someone with a good smile like you. And she's like, oh, thanks. I had Invisalign. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you know, and the dimples. She's like, oh, I don't have the dimples. Inside. And she just like, like only disparages herself back to like the compliments. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, And then he says some really stupid sentence. He says, I think that is like my trait the best. My humor. Um, And I wrote, there is not a light on in any of these houses. They're all dark. And then we go back to the waiting room where Nakia and Trent chat some more about how they're feeling. Spoiler alert. It's still confused. Just like the last time we saw them. And then Zach proposes a game of spin the bottle and everyone comes down to play. Obviously, besides the people in the waiting room. Are you good, by the way? What are you doing? Uh, Sorry. I was just reading an article. About what? About the fact that Kira's sister kind of admitted that she slept with him. Why are you? Do- <laughs> I don't Who know. Who cares? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It happened. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Put away the Google box. I did. You're I not going to change my opinion because you read an article. Who cares? I'm just saying the way he said it was weird. Okay. Well, I'm why just... did you look it up right now in the middle of our episode? <laughs> because I I wanted to know if she said something about it because she's on the outside. She she has the ability to. Right. What'd she say? Uh, she said, if you know, you know, I'm living <laughs> for the drama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. That sounds solid to you. It was on her Instagram. I know. I'm asking if that sounds solid to you. I'm just I'm just saying I if 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 someone went on TV and said, oh, yeah, I slept with Brendan, and I didn't sleep with them, I would be like, hey, that guy's lying. But maybe she likes the drama, as she said. So everyone comes down to play a game of spin the bottle, and to start out with, Ben has to kiss Tia, and it's a little bit awkward. Of course, they decide to do a countdown, which makes it even more awkward. There's just, like, too much buildup to it at that point. Hey, take away Zach's phone. Zach doesn't get a phone anymore. Why? What did Zach do? He just, like, every time someone was kissing, he would, like, pull oh, out his phone yeah. and fucking record it from two inches away. It's gross, dude. What are you going to do with it? Jerk off to it? Oh, my God. No, he's going to use it as fucking blackmail. <laughs> I mean, they were all there. <laughs> He's like, Trent isn't here, though. I'm going to uh, fuck his whole life up. True. Uh, Kira has to kiss Ollie. Nate has to kiss Tyra. Lucinda has to kiss Zach. And then Tia has to kiss Reed. And Tia says after this kiss that she feels a tiny spark with Reed. And she now regrets not exploring more on day one. Like, it's not day three. The difference between day one and day three is very small. It's so very small. It doesn't matter. You don't have to regret anything. You could do exactly what you were going to do on day one now. And very little would be different. (laughs) Nakia asks Trent what he would do if Tia wants to explore Reed more. Trent just calls Reed a fucking dog and says that Tia knows where her head is at. 
Nakia says that realistically, you're going to find a connection with at least one or two people in this situation. And now Trent says that this is the best like connection he's made in the villa, and he regrets being so tunnel vision. Wow, when he get kicked in the head. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we see Zach and Nate chat, and. Nate jokingly says, like, fuck you, bastard, to him after the kiss with Lucinda. And Zach says he is going to be pulling out all the stops. And Nate says in his last chat with Lucinda, before she was chosen, she had expressed concern on if she was his number one or if Tia was. And Zach asks him if Lucinda was actually his number one. And he says yes. And Zach does look surprised. And Nate says he doesn't know if he can actually trust Tia anyways. Right. I put a pin in it. Oh, okay. I will do that. Then. <laughs> uh, at bedtime, I wrote, Reed still has the face of a child. <laughs> I really don't it's like it. Still? <laughs> it was the first Thought time he was going to age? I don't know. It was the first time I think I wrote it in my notes, though. Um, we see a little cuddle with Nate and Lucinda, and Tia tells Reed she feels confused, but they have a little spoon. In the morning, Trent tells Nakia that she has more personality than Tia, and he is feeling very differently this morning. Um, or he is trying to make it seem like he is. I don't know. I can't actually tell if he feels that different. I can't tell what that guy is up to. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> guy's a little <laughs> wacky guy huh and then we see trent and nakia leave the waiting room i guess it was unlocked they probably could have left the whole time hey what's the point <laughs> hey guys what was the point of that honestly i sincerely i don't i could not tell you what the point was so they enter the main bedroom where everyone is waking up and they open also into like uh, Tia and Reed are like cuddling, cuddling all over each other. And everyone asks where they have been, and they're just like saying that they were having oh, a sleepover. Oh, we were sleepover. right next door. I know. There's no way they didn't know they were right over there, right? Right. They probably all have to still use the same bathroom, so they probably saw each other in the hall. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> uh, Zach says that he has so much to tell Trent, and they hug it out. And then they leave, and Zach tells Trent that they played Spin the Bottle, and a lot of people kissed, including Tara and Reed. Oh, or Tia and Reed. I was, like, thinking about Tara, Tara Reed? Reed just now. <laughs> I was. <laughs> What's up with that, huh? As I was saying that, I was reading it, and I was like, holy shit, how did I not realize that there was a Tara and a Reed? There's no Tara. There's no Tara. <clears throat> Trent says in his talking head that... He hopes Zach made sure that Reed didn't feel too welcome, which is nice. <laughs> I and, thought you were over her. Yeah, he feels so differently today. Can't you tell? Oh, my God. And <laughs> he says that he doesn't feel like he can trust Tia and he is going to tell her that. Dang, no one trusts Tia up in here. Yeah, at this point, I kind of don't either. Yeah, because she's a liar or she's dumb or she's not thinking before she speaks yeah and the maybe that's the most generous option here i wouldn't call tia stupid i don't think tia's stupid i do think she's not thinking before she speaks and i think she is not used to the amount of attention that she's getting 
That can't be true. I mean, she's a beautiful girl, but I mean, like, even if you're a beautiful girl and you go out all the time, I mean, still, it's like different to have all of these people in your face all the time trying to be yeah, a couple I guess with you. Fair. I mean, who would be used to that? <clears throat> Zach says that he thinks Lucinda chose Nate to fuck with him. And so that <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. She is just giving him the fuck around. <laughs> and he says he is going to knock on Lucinda's door all day and night until she opens it. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Dude. In parentheses, I wrote gross. <laughs> he picked her. She picked another man to mess with him. Right. Wow. He thinks he's the main character. He truly does. And he, unfortunately, he kind of is. Yeah. Well, when you act this fucking outlandish, outlandishly douchebaggy. Yeah. So unfortunately, fast. I can't. I could barely say it the one time slow. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then he goes to make her a coffee. <clears throat> okay. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard in Love Island history. As he's making the coffee... And talking about how he's going to snake right in there. Uh-huh. He says two words. And f- it's two words that maybe a blonde-haired, blue-eyed man should not say. Oh, my God. What did I miss? He goes, Operation Paperclip. What is that? <laughs> Operation Paperclip. Is that two words? <laughs> Paperclip, one word? Yes. Okay. Operation Paperclip is what the U.S. did at the end of the Second World War, where they secretly... Um, smuggled Nazis out of Germany into the United States to help with science. What the fuck? And I'm like, how does Operation Paperclip have anything to do <laughs> with making coffee? How does he even know about that? See, he's apparently he's he, I don't think he does know about it because that'd be like sociopathic if he was actually talking about Operation. What Paperclip. else could he mean by that, though? What could that be in reference to? I don't know. I didn't even hear him say it. So, and even if I did, I probably wouldn't have known what the fuck he was saying. Because I was I've like, "Why are you saying? What is going on?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean. I'm just going to fact check myself, so if I'm Googling something, I'm sorry. What else could he possibly be referencing? Which makes me think, like, is he playing a game? Does he know? Is he not, like, this dumbass he's trying to make himself seem like? He knows about history like that? Yeah, I don't... But why would you ever, like, compare yourself to the Nazis in any way? Yep, Operation Paperclip was a secret United States intelligence program which more than 1,600 German scientists, engineers, and technicians were taken from the former Nazi Germany to the U.S. for government employment. So, I'm not sure why he brought that up. But he felt the need to bring that up. That's so crazy. Um, Who is the Nazi? Is he calling himself the Nazi? You know, I don't know. I've never even heard of this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, move on. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> the, cra- that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in Love Island history. That's what it was? Yep. God. Um, and, of course, Lucinda says that Zach not backing down is kind of sexy. I wrote, ugh, I can't do this with you. Gross. I dude. can't deal with this working. And the kiss on the cheek? was too much i'm sorry 
And we see the girls chat, and Tia says that she is excited to get to know Reed, but her and Trent need to have a conversation at some point. Nakia says that she's glad to be back. She had a good night getting to know Trent more, but she says that Zach is still her number one at the moment. And Lucinda's like, uh, well, he told me I was his number one. I'm like, bro, you chose somebody else. Why do you expect to be multiple people's number ones? Also, everyone (laughs) is lying. Always. Correct. So just... (laughs) Forget about it or don't care or whatever. And then Tyra gets a text and they are playing a game called Hit It Off. And how this works is first the Islanders punch a punching bag. They slide down a ramp into a boxing ring full of goopy water. Cun. And maybe, maybe partially. And then there are boxing gloves. And inside of the boxing gloves, there are secrets. Um, and they have to guess whose dirty laundry it is by kissing them. It's kind of that standard first love island game. And so Kira goes first, and she gets the secret. This boy spent $1,800 on a pair of shoes for a girl he'd been dating less than a month. And we already know this one. Did we know this? It was in his intro. Was it really? About how he loves buying girls' shoes. Oh, he's a weirdo, huh? Yeah. Uh, She screams. Savannah screams. He's got that. And here's the thing about Marwin call. But what? The guy who likes wearing women's shoes because he got beat up. Who? Why'd you just say that guy's name like I was supposed to know who that was? Because they made a movie about it starring Steve Carell. What is... Why did you assume I would know any of this? Why'd you just say it like it was a thing that everybody knew? There's this dude who got beat up uh, to the point of brain damage. What's this movie called? Marwin Call or Welcome to Marwin or something like that. Oh. Yeah, and then he made little, little... miniatures yeah, of uh World War i remember II. the trailer for that yeah anyways anyways because he liked to wear women's shoes <laughs> oh uh sav screams yes daddy that's so hot uh she kisses nate but it was trent as you said nakia's secret that she gets is this boy claims to have sex nine to 15 times per week which uh, is just too much. It does seem like too much. Uh, she kisses Reed, but it was Ollie. And Ollie's like, well, you know, you do it like three or four times a week, but each day you have it like another three to four times. And everyone was like the same person. He's like, doesn't matter. Details. <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter. Somebody. He's like, I got so much testosterone flowing through my body. I was like, why do you weigh 120 pounds and have a <laughs> shitty beard if you have so much testosterone flowing through your body? <laughs> Lucinda gets this Islander has a dildo shaped like the Eiffel Tower. She kisses Ben and it was him. Which is just the classiest shape for a dildo. <laughs> yeah. I was confused because it said this Islander instead of this boy. Everyone else has said this boy. Mm. So I was like, oh, is it? One of the girls, like, it'd be weird if they did it that way. Right. But it was Ben. Don't know why they did it that way. It doesn't matter. Um, Tyra gets this boy enjoys chasing girls who are in existing relationships. This seemed very obviously Ollie. Mm-hmm. He just seems like exactly the type of guy who would do that. And it remember, him. he's still one of my favorites. <laughs> and that's only because he's not one of my least favorites. Right. Someone's got to be on top in this. <laughs> pile of shit you're choosing ollie interesting yeah one of my favorites <laughs> uh sav gets this boy fell asleep while having sex and she kisses trent 
Um, and it's so funny because they're like trying to like figure they're like what uh, position no when they when they're deciding for her to kiss trent they're like he has been sleepy lately (laughs) (laughs) and it's just catching him like (laughs) rubbing his eyes like he does like to nap but it was zach um and he said it was missionary uh, missionary. how do you fucking weirdo did you break her nose did you like collapse (laughs) on top of her what are you talking about but we find out what his favorite sex position is later. And I'm like, that one, it would have made a little bit more sense. Yeah. You could fall asleep in that if you're really drunk or something sure. after a late night. You could fall asleep like that. But missionary with you on top? What the fuck? Uh, we, I noticed that Tia doesn't go, which was interesting. Because hmm. then we jump to the boys. Um, ben gets, this girl has slept with a 45-year-old man, which... Maybe it's because I'm turning 33 in a few weeks, but I'm like, that's not that crazy old. I know it's like double her age, um, which is creepy in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But like the way she acts like 45 year old men are so hot. Daddy. Yes. I'm like, OK, really, you should call your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe you sh- should never call your dad again. <laughs> um, you need more or less contact with your father. I think she needs more. Yeah. I think that there's... Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Ben guesses Sav. It's obviously Sav. Nate gets, this girl has never used or owned a sex toy. I also knew 100% this was going to be Lucinda. Uh, and it was. Why do you know 100%? It's just like she just seems like the type of girl who wouldn't want to touch herself. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she says she's like, oh, I just never needed it. Nobody needs it. It's just nice. Right. There's no reason not to. What do you mean you never need? I don't know. (laughs) I would have guessed Kira. Oh, really? Yeah. Kira seems. uh, Not Kira. uh, Nokia. Nokia, that's a cell phone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, okay, Zach is next, and this is the most fucked up fucking secret of all. Okay, this one's really fucked up. And it's this girl kidnapped her best friend's dog after a fight and refused to give it back until she apologized. That's in- that's intense. <laughs> that's, so, that's so fucking crazy. That's so fucking crazy. That's like illegal. She, uh, it's Nakia. He guesses Nakia. It is Nakia. And later, I will just say, as this is connecting and I'm remembering it in my head, she takes issue with somebody calling her crazy. After she brought, yeah, we'll talk about that. It's it's. A... <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh. She if, And she's like, what? I gave it back. I was like, because she apologized, you psychopath. If somebody stole one of my dogs, I swear to fuck, I would. Listen, if someone stole Bowie, I, we would all be like, like. We would all have our pitchforks. If someone stole Melon. <laughs> I'd be like, ah. <laughs> no, she's, like, she's in a better place. No. Don't be mean to my children. She's mean to me. That's true. She started it. That's true. No. 
She was uh, mean to me before I did what I did. She was already scared no, she... before. Okay, so let's just tell the listeners what I don't happened. think we need to tell the listeners what happened. I gotta... I'll just cut it out. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Tell them. <laughs> I got a brand new puppy recently. Uh, well, not recently. She's like seven or eight months now. But um, when I got her, she was very fearful. I've never had a dog who, who's been so fearful. She was comfortable around me and my husband. Uh, Brendan was Brendan comes over all the time. Okay, so I'm like, she's gonna get to know him really easily, and she was fearful of him. It was probably like literally the second time she's met you. And no, 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 it was like weeks in. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Brendan, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> you you went across the room, and you like got down real low and hunched over, and you charged <laughs> at her. I took. A step and a half. Nope. I yes, I did. I took a step and a half. You're acting like I sprinted across the room and tackled her. I, I just didn't I moved fast. Her. I like pump faked her. That's all I did from across the room. She's never ever <laughs> ever warmed up to you, and you're here sometimes. But four she's nights never a week. warmed up to seventy percent of the people she sees on a semi regular basis. Mm, she loves Caitlin. She that's, loves my sister. That's what I'm saying. That's one person. But she doesn't really see anybody else on a semi-regular basis. I know, but like everyone else that comes over, she's shitty too. I I refuse to believe that was all of it. Oh, okay. We'll do back to the game. Um, Ollie gets the the cops caught this girl having sex in the back of a car with her gym instructor. He kisses Sav, but it was Tia. And lastly, Trent gets this girl owns her own Mercedes, which, by the way, isn't dirty laundry. It isn't even that crazy. It's just a car. Um, and he knows it's Tia. We know it's Tia. That was part of her intro. And he kisses her, and it's a little awky. And someone is like, oh, what's the make and model of that? Mm-hmm. It's a Mercedes. That's the make. Yeah. That was the whole secret. That it was a Mercedes. Which is like such a weird thing to say. Yeah. Why is that this girl owns her own Mercedes? Because they wanted Trent to kiss Tia. You know what I mean? They wanted Trent to know it was her. But like, I why would she put it in? What? Why would she put that in? Why would she put that in? Yeah. I don't think she wrote it down. I don't know. She was talking about it at some point, right? Yeah, she's yeah. It's been. It was in her intro video. It was in her like intro blurb that we talked about. She says that she is very proud, and that she has worked very hard to own her Mercedes. And they turned it into a quote unquote dirty laundry, so that Trent would get it. And again, they wanted to make it something really obvious, so that Trent would know it's her, so that he would kiss her because they are the drama right now mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but of course he has to like slam her one more time afterwards and he's like oh is that the one that you fucked in the back of and she's like no you would fuck in the back of a goddamn el camino you fucking <laughs> weirdo um post game there are some chats about who kissed who and how the game went and then everyone says that ben is the best kisser tyra is so over it because she still hasn't kissed him yet the girls love the fact that when he kisses he does the throat grab I don't love it. And then she's like, yeah, when we're cuddling, he just grabs my throat. <laughs> That's not a cuddle. <laughs> That's something else. All right. <laughs> Lucinda is saying that maybe there is something that she wants to explore with Zach and that she is confused 
And then Sav goes to tell Zach that Lucinda likes him and that she thinks he's such a good kisser. And I was like, that is the last thing that this stupid motherfucker needs to hear. Your husband just texted me, by the way. Oh, is it about Operation Paperclip? No, he said fucking in the back of El Camino would be sick. Don't lie. (laughs) Which is so funny because as soon as I said it, I'd be like, dude, that'd be so romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Just take my girl out to the lookout point, my freaking El Camino. Get a the get a freaking <laughs> lookout point. <laughs> okay, it's time for the Trent and Tia talk. Mm. Trent says that he is angry at her. He is saying that she doesn't know how to communicate. He feels like he has been done dirty by her. He says he's heard from everyone else where her head is at, and then when they talk, she's like, "Oh, I'm so happy with you," and she's like. Yeah, you're my number one. And I'm like, come on, Tia. Don't say that to him right now. That's ridiculous because he knows that it's not true. Right. And you look like you're being a liar. You're a people pleaser. That much is clear. Mm, And you're just not being honest. Indeed. But she also, because she says right after that, she says, last night, everything has changed. And it's clear to me that she does not know how to communicate. Because then right after that, he's like, See, this is what I'm talking about. You're saying that everything has changed since last night while also you just said I was your number one. Like, you're just lying Pick to a me. side, babes. Pick a side, babes. He says, I feel like you lead me on. And she starts saying, well, like, things get twisted in here. But he's like, these are your words, though. Like, there's nothing to get twisted here. I'm this talking- just happened. This- I watched it out of your mouth. <laughs> she sits there and she says she hasn't done anything wrong. Um, and then she says she's going to step back because she doesn't know how she feels, which I said, that is the best thing she said yet. Also, this had already happened. That's what he's doing. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yes. it's he, just he, like... She did the, you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> and she deserves, uh, to be fired in this situation. Let me be clear. Yep. Uh, she does not deserve to quit. She should be fired, but. Trent is just like being a little bit too like like he's being really shitty about it. He is being shitty about it. At day three or day four, whatever this is, it seems like you could give somebody a little bit more grace. Like, yes, she has she has been fucking you around, and you have all of the room in the world to be like, I'm stepping away from this because I don't trust what you're saying to me. But you don't have to like he's he wants to make her feel like shit. Yeah, which I is just a little bit much for me. I don't know. And then Trent chats to Zach, and he now says that he is keen on Sav. He goes from this right to that. Uh, Zach is, like, shocked, and Trent says that he hasn't had banter with any other girl than Sav, and he would love to wake up to her every morning. What about Nokia? Are you going to call her that all the time? Yeah, and I'm going to call Kira Sabrina the Teenage Witch all the time. Zach says that he knows that he will need to break the news to Nakia soon because he says that Lucinda is 110% his type and he can't imagine that anyone could possibly turn his head once he gets to her. Then we see Trent and Sav and he starts off by insulting Tia because... Love to see it. Love to hear it. They like, I don't even know if she, I think she does ask. I think she asks how the chat went or whatever. And he's like, she's just a lost girl. She's just a lost girl. And he tells her that he wants to couple up with her. 
and that he is not here to fuck around anymore. Not here to fuck spiders, some would say. Ah. <laughs> uh, Where she are says, you? <laughs> I want to fuck a spider. <laughs> she says that she really likes him, too. And he says that she is next in throne. Did you hear him say that? No. In throne. But honestly, King Daddy, I get oh it. God. They talk about how well they get on, how good their banter is. He asks if he can call her Savage, and she asks if she can call him Daddy. Oh, my God. Like the podcast. Oh, right. (laughs) And then we see Zach burp and then ask Lucinda if he can chat to her. Uh, He tells her that Tia and Trent are over, and he thinks that now that they are over... Nate and Tia might get more serious and that she is really interested in him. Lucinda is like, how is any of this real? No one has told me this. She hasn't told me that. Nate hasn't told me that. And Lucinda asks him if she thinks that Nate is more interested in Tia than he is letting on. And Zach says, yes, of course. And Zach says that he does not trust Nate with her. He only trusts himself with her gross and then he asks if since they did not have a kiss in the challenge they can kiss now and they kiss which takes us into episode four Mm. where lucinda asks zach what she should say to nate um she's like she had just walked out after their kiss and he like smiled up at her because he saw her or whatever and he's like do you need to say anything and she's (laughs) like um yes uh but they don't she just goes to sit and sunbathe (laughs) And Nate eventually goes over to chat to her and she says that her and Zach kissed on the balcony and he is like, whoa, I didn't expect that to be what you said. (laughs) I wish that didn't come out of your mouth right now. And he asks what has changed. And she says that she thinks that him and Tia are going to get to know each other more. And he says no. And she says that there has been talk that you are. And he asks by who. And she says, Zach. And that he has been, quote unquote, watching it happen the past couple of days. Okay. Keep the pin in it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Nate tells her that nothing has changed for him and that she is still his number one. And she asks if Zach made that up. And Nate says 100% he made that up. And she says her vibe with Zach is stronger than her vibe with Nate. Um, even hearing Nate say to her that Zach has outright lied, she still feels that way. She just doesn't trust Nate for some reason. Um, it's crazy. She's like, ah, one of them's lying. Eh, I guess it's the one who had something to gain from lying to me. (laughs) And they're kind of like sitting there awkwardly for a second. Like, I think Nate's like absorbing what is being said. And then she just starts laughing and I guess it's, again, it's probably because it's an awkward silence, but it just makes her look like an asshole. Yeah. She is an asshole. So has the second thing happened yet for Nate that you don't like him? No. Oh, okay. Um, so Nate pulls Ollie next to chat about what just happened. And he asks Ollie, like, if he has seemed more interested in Lucinda or Tia. Ollie says Lucinda. And he's like, yeah, Zach has just told Lucinda that I have something with Tia and it is now completely changed her mind about me. 
Zach can kind of see all this happening around the villa at this point. He's just mm-hmm. like, fuck, something's going down. And he tells Trent about what happened with uh, Lucinda. He tells her that he, he tells Trent that he kissed her while Ben is just standing butt ass naked trying to have a shower. Yeah, you can have this conversation anywhere else. <laughs> they like to all be naked in the same area. Together. Yeah, they were all taking a shower together later. Yeah, they are. Um, and he's like happy for him, but like, I don't feel like he's like happy because he's like, oh, you got the girl you wanted. He's like happy because he made a power play that paid off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like he's like, yes, you got the girl. It's not that kind of like, we see that all the time on Love Island. Mm -hmm. People clap when they see people kiss for the, for the first time. And it's a different, it's a different joy for somebody else than this. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. And then Nate calls Zach for a chat. He's, like, just bubbling over in anger of all this, and he, like, needs to talk to him. And Nate starts out by saying it's fine. He has always made it fine, or he's made it known that it is fine that Zach will make his moves for Lucinda if he likes her. Like, that's a girl you like. You're going to go for it, whatever. Um, What he says he does not fuck with is the lack of respect he received back and him telling Lucinda that he was more interested in Tia than in her. He says, I've not done anything to you and you're throwing me under the bus instead of talking to her and showing her what you bring to the table. Um, Spoiler alert, he is, actually. It's ugly. She just doesn't see it. Right. He's showing exactly what he brings to the table. Here's what I bring to the table. A mutilated corpse of a house cat. (laughs) Deep fried. And at this part of the conversation, Zach is just like sitting there and going, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I just thought when you were telling me these things, when you were telling me that Lucinda is your type, I thought you were just bullshitting me. And Zach just like stares at him and he's just like, that's fucking wild that you think that. That's crazy. (laughs) And uh, Zach says from his perspective, he is a bit of a snake in the grass. And uh, sometimes like in his circle... That's the way it goes, and that's kind of what he expects from other people because that's normal to him. He expects people to do that to him. And Nate is, again, just, like, staring at him kind of, like, almost in disbelief of, like... He's like, that's a really sad existence. (laughs) Uh, He says, at no point will I bring another man down to further something with somebody. And Zach says he does not think it's bringing someone down. It's friendly competition. I think he's forgotten, like, he doesn't get what show he's on. It's, like, not yeah. that type of, like, the game. You don't just win by getting in a couple. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah, haven't yeah. won. Everyone at home, you're lucky, I guess, that it's not a public vote. Because everyone hates you at the moment. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. Because earlier he was like, listen, I'll just, like, if she goes for me, I'll ride it out to the end. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say on a show where you're supposed to pretend to love someone. Hopefully, wherever the super fans are, if they're real, which I don't think they are. Hopefully, they see through whatever the fuck this fuckery is. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate just pretty much tells him at that point to not bother explaining himself. Uh, he's like, you've done a great job of already explaining exactly who you are. And we see Zach talk to Ben and Trent and ask if he is in the wrong. They both just mindlessly say no. They don't even 
think about it. Which is crazy. Uh, yeah, they don't even, like, consider the nuance of anything that's happened. They're just like, no, you, my friend Zach, no, did not do anything wrong. Like, I don't know what I was, that's what I was expecting out of Trent. But, like, why are you, Ben? ben? I don't know. He is just another mindless puppet for some reason. And then it's nighttime or everyone's starting to get ready for the night. And the boys are all in the bedroom kind of getting dressed and getting ready. And we see Nate in the hallway who is overhearing everything Zach is saying. He's just talking absolute bullshit to everyone while he's not there. He says, you know, that Nate can't read women. And he's like, you know, while he was cuddling up with Lucinda, her and I were just looking into each other's eyes all night. Cool. And Nate walks into the room. Everything, like, pretty much goes quiet at that point. And Zach says, like, oh, just so you know, I've said everything I have to say to the boys. I've said everything I have to say to you. And Nate tells him, you know, I'm not mad at you. You're showing your true colors. I get your friends would do this shit to you, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this shit to you. And I'm not mm-hmm. even your fucking friend, pretty much. <clears throat> and Zach just goes off about how, like, oh, I guess you don't. In the outside world, clearly you haven't actually faced any adversity. You haven't clearly had- you don't hang out with assholes, right? Who who on earth would want to be around people who would put them in situations like this or make them feel like this? Yeah, and it bothers me because Ali has a talking head where he says that he thinks that Zach is wrong, and I'm like, will you just speak up because? Everyone is just talking at Nate about how he's wrong and he's pretty much just a pussy for fucking caring or yeah. like this is a competition. It's like, Ali, can you just speak up so he's not the only fucking one against the rest of you? Anybody else, please? And then Trent tries to say that the girls are saying this as well. He's like, oh, it's not just coming from um, it's not just coming from the guys. And. Uh, Nate eventually just finds that there is nothing he can say to get through to them. And I just think it's bullshit that nobody spoke up. Nobody. People would speak up for Zach, but nobody would speak up for Nate. Yeah. Here's the thing about Ollie, though. Ollie. And it's like, I keep saying he's one of my favorites, but I just mean he's like my least unfavorite. Oh, I get that. Don't worry. I get that. (laughs) It's, It's like, why... He's so weird because there's clearly already like factions in the yes, house, right? Very clear. Um, but he's like not in here enough to. I feel like he might be a little floater. Yeah, I feel I like guess he, he might be a little opportunist. I just don't. God, I don't know why Zach has been elected king of this fucking villa. I don't get it. Um, and eventually everyone makes their way out to the yard for a toast, which Zach toasts to love and war. Whoa, dude, you're so fucking sick. <laughs> Uh, we see Sav and Trent. Uh, they're like sitting on one of the bean bags or something. And Sav makes a point to say that she isn't wearing underwear. Uh, Trent says in his talking head that it's like him and Sav have been together since they were born, which is weird. That means you're twins. <laughs> well, I know, but he's like, things could get spicy. And she says something about him impregnating her. These two are so weird. They're, they're definitely so the couple weird. that will like make out in public you know what i mean mm-hmm. i fucking love you <laughs> uh trent asks sav what is being said from tia in the girl's room and she says oh just that you're a horrible person 
She says it like it's no big deal. He's like, really? She's like, yeah, verbatim. (laughs) Okay. We see Tia and Reed chat on the balcony, and she says that she is angry with the way everyone has handled everything. She feels like uh, she has no reason to speak to Trent for the rest of the time, really, at all. And she asks Reed what's happened in the boys' room while everyone was getting ready, and Reed kind of relays the information. And even Tia tells him that it's not true. She says, Nate is not into me. Um, And it's very obvious that Zach just did this to get his shot for Lucinda. Okay, put a pin in it. Put a pen in it. And then we see Zach chat with Lucinda, and he tells her that Nate was really angry at him for, he goes, quote, unquote, you know, like making up lies about him. And that he told him, you know, he's just being too sensitive and he's just so ridiculous. And Lucinda's like, he is so what ridiculous. The fuck? <laughs> Why is he acting like that? Acting like what? You know what I mean? Like, what is he doing that's so bad? He's like caught off guard, by the way. Like, everyone is obviously, uh, I guess, turned on him. And why did she act like. She was just hearing what happened second, like, hand from him. Why was she acting like he saw her, him, like, throw a hissy? F- it was so People weird. People get under this spell with Zach. They, like, want to be, like, accepted and liked by him, I Which feel like. I don't get. I don't get it either, but it feels like she's it's, saying. He's a Sigma male, you know? God. <laughs> All these alphas found a Sigma, and now they know their place, you know? God. Lucinda says in her talking head that she is very happy with Zach, and apparently everything worked out the way it should have. All right. And after the commercial break, all the Islanders uh, come back out from the villa in some, I guess they say, 80s garb to play a game called Sophie's Playlist. So in this game, the Islanders grab a cassette, put it into a boombox, and it plays Sophie Monk giving the Islanders a dare. Ah. And this is... We've seen them do a lot of weird shit just to make them do dares. This is probably the most work they've ever had to do. I get it. Sophie's back in Australia right now. <laughs> she's literally just on a phone. They didn't even have to involve her. She's never I been know. involved so in the weird. other dares. It's so weird. Um, so Kira goes first. She has to order uh, at a drive through in a sexy voice. So she asks Daddy for a big cheeseburger. I like them real bad. <laughs> what did you do that to the last time? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Ollie has to twerk like his life depends on it. I wrote, I think he died. I think, uh, yeah, I shot him in the head. <laughs> uh, Trent has to kiss the Islander he would least like to be stuck with. They just love making these two fucking kiss, even though they hate each other at this point. Mm -hmm. But he kisses Tia, barely, and she says that that feeling is mutual. Reed has to make out with a tree, a la Superstar. A la. A la. (laughs) Uh, Nate has to turn on the Islander of his choice by only kissing their neck. He goes for Tia. And I'm like, I really wish he would not have done that. Yeah. Uh, it just makes Lucinda think that Zach was right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I get, like, he's obviously not going to do Lucinda. But, like, do Kira or something. Somebody who doesn't have any, you know what I mean? 
You're mm-hmm. making yourself just look like they were right. Yeah. Uh, Tia has a hall pass to kiss any Islander who is not her partner. She kisses Nate again. You guys are just making it look like they were right. And Zach has to demonstrate his favorite sex position on his secret villa crush. He has Lucinda come up and it's just her on top. Just good old fashioned cowgirl. Mm -hmm. Is it always considered cowgirl? I know it's not hers, but. Well, I guess that might be geographic. (laughs) You think? (laughs) Might be colloquial. (laughs) I don't know. What else would it be called? I don't know. I just didn't know if I didn't know if there was anything in particular that made it cowgirl. I think the gotta give him a yeehaw. Mm. <laughs> I, I I give him a yeehaw. <laughs> a haw hee. Oh, mm. <laughs> that's reverse cowgirl. Tyra <laughs> <laughs> has to kiss her first pick. Um, if she was recoupling, which she kisses Ben, she has to kiss the person on the cheek who would be her second pick, which is Reed. And then she has to shake hand with, like, her bottom choice, which was Zach. It was a little bit wordy. Yeah. Trent has to sit on uh, a person's lap and whisper something dirty in their ear, the person he finds attractive. Obviously, he does this with Savannah. And Tyra is me in this moment. It made her physically ill. (laughs) And you can, like, hear just a little bit of what he says. I heard, like, you're going to enjoy every second of it. But he's, like, (laughs) you know, like... He's like out of breath while he's doing it. <laughs> so he's like, You're gonna enjoy every second of it. I'm just like, Oh God. It's terrible. Yucky. It made me feel yucky. And then Zach goes up again, and the recording says it's time for a bomb to go off. And we meet our new bomb, Kale, who is 25. He's a sales executive from the Gold Coast, and he says he is looking for an independent girl who can think for herself. What did you think of Kale? Um, he seems fine. Yeah, so far so good. I thought it was funny that he's like, you know, I'm an independent thinker. I choose my own path. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a sales executive. <laughs> hey, sometimes getting a job with that many tattoos is hard. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So Kale enters and everyone introduces themselves and meets him. Seems like a lot of the girls are kind of into him right away. And Nate gives him a chain so that he can fit in with their costumes. And I was like, oh, I hope that they become friends. I feel like Nate just needs another person yeah. on his side. Seems like he, they seem like they will vibe. Yeah, I think so too. Kira asks him his type and he says he doesn't really have one, though he often ends up with blonde girls. Uh, somebody tells him that he looks like a mix of Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly, and someone, probably Sav, <laughs> asks if he has the same giant wiener, and he says, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. He then, I, At first, I was like, just because he's got tattoos, he's Pete Davidson, and then they showed the first close-up of him, I was mm-hmm. like, no, that man looks like Pete Davidson. <laughs> That's actually pretty accurate. So, Kale joins the game, and he has to kiss three Islanders he finds the most attractive. And he kisses Nakia, Tyra, and Kira. And next, we see Kale chat with some of the girls after the game is over. So, he chats with Kira first, and she says that she's been in a friendship couple since day one. The other guys haven't really been her vibe. He asks her nationality. He thinks that she's like Italian, I guess. And she mm-hmm. says, no, she's full Australian. 
He's like, I hear European. And she's like, I don't know why. <laughs> she's like, do you know Brooke Schofield by chance? Who? It's her sister. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Next, we see Kale talk to Tyra. And he says that he feels like he is an old soul. They talk to they don't really like go out very much. But he says he's a foodie. He loves trying new restaurants. She asks his coffee order. He says he's a long black guy. She says, you look like a long black guy. That's racist. <laughs> uh, Tyra says that she likes more of like a yummy, sweet um, espresso drink. Same. And then lastly, we see him chat with Nakia. And they talk about wanting to travel to Italy. Nakia says that she likes to cook and she is a weapon in the kitchen. 10 out of 10 weapon, Connor. <laughs> also, Nakia seems to think that Chris Jenner could solve, like, the mysteries of the universe for some reason. I have no idea why. I think she said that she thought that she could solve the mystery of the pyramids. Right. Is that because <laughs> she's, like, vaguely Middle Eastern? I don't know. I don't even no, think. No, Chris Jenner's not. Chris Jenner is not the was. dad was. Yeah. I don't know why she thinks that. She just said, uh, I think she said, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. Who paid her to say that? That's weird. It's like a weird thing to bring up. Yeah. Um, I don't get that one bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben and Tyra chat next, and ben, sa- ben says that he wanted to kiss her outside of the challenge, and he feels like he's been kissing everyone but her. And he tries out this, like, weird line. He says something like, maybe we can make this feel natural after all or something like that. And she's like, wow, I hated that. Wow, I'm going to go on a date with Kale. (laughs) (laughs) And then they don't kiss. I know. They really don't. She meant it when she said she did not like it. Yep. Um, And then Trent and Sav chat. And Trent asks to sleep outside on the day bed with Sav. And she's obviously into it. Very obviously into it. And then Nate and Tia chat. They talk about all of the drama that has kind of been surrounding them. Tia says that she is emotionally overwhelmed right now. And they both say that they don't want to jump into anything with each other. And they are on the same page about that. Okay. Here's the pin. The big pin that I've been saying. Mm -hmm. He says, I told you before, I still like you. He says that in this chat. Okay. So, like, what was all of this drama about for the past two days? Well, I told you, I think he's kept her. He said, like, the door is closed and Lucinda's my number one. But I think he always had considered her in his back pocket as, like, the person he would go to if it didn't work out. It's just, like, why are you getting so mad? Because this, if you're the person... That you're going to go to if things don't work out. That's l- exactly what fucking piece of shit fucking Zach said. So why are you acting all high and mighty like that wasn't the case? Well, because I think his problem with Zach was that he used the information to get himself ahead with Lucinda. I don't. He even said at one point, I think it was in the chat with the boys in the bedroom. Like, I get it. People hear things and you talk about it. That happens in the villa. He's like... I'm just angry that you used it to put me down and better yourself. That's what he said. But he also said before that that it was 100% a lie to Lucinda, which apparently it was not 100% a lie because he just admitted it now. 
Yeah. He admitted. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's he says that to her, but I don't think he like said that to anybody else. Right, but like as a fact. So I but think But what that's I'm saying why... is I don't think his anger is as altruistic as he's pretending it is. You think he's being altruistic? When he's like, I'm not mad that you brought it up. I'm just mad that you used it to put another man down. Where I think he is mad that he brought it up. Because he, at the end of the day, it was like shitty that he did that. We all know that it was shitty that he did that. But I think he was more mad that it was like it actually worked and put a wedge between them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I th- of course he's. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be crazy if he was upset. If he wasn't upset that him doing that caused him and Lucy. I mean, that's kind of the same thing, right? I guess, but it's just, I don't know why he spent so long denying it and pretending like it wasn't the case just so he... I don't think he was, like, pretending it wasn't the case. I mean, I think it's He said it's 100% a lie. (laughs) I'm saying I think it's only the case now because he's not with Lucinda. I don't think it would have been a thing if Lucinda and him stayed cool. But then why did he say, I told you before that I still like you? I don't know. It seems like he told her before while he was telling that her while he was telling Lucinda maybe, that like my door is 100 percent closed. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Uh, but we I, I mean, think we he didn't... might be getting some favorable edits right now. Maybe. Um, I think it would be hard to get a bad edit with the situation that he's in. I mean, it's already bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I think he I think there's some on a hard drive somewhere. There's footage of him. Like telling the exact opposite. To but if Tia. they wanted to erase that, why would they have left that part of the chat in? Because I think it was just like uh, it made sense for the flow of the conversation, but it, like context clues, the the still and before. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's all very confusing because literally five minutes ago they were both pretending like they didn't like each other, and then they kissed each other twice, and then now they like. Yeah, each other. I think kissing each other in the challenge again. I just think it is a bad look because again, it just makes it look like Zach was so totally right, and he predicted it, and he could tell, and it makes him. It makes it seem like he was justified in warning Lucinda away. Um, I still don't think that it would have been a thing if him and Lucinda had like stayed sweet on each other, but it doesn't really matter anymore because they're not. And Zach is unfortunately the winner in this situation. I know. And that's the shitty thing about this whole thing. I was like, damn, he did something really shitty and it worked, but also like I don't, I don't want to be in a position where I have to defend him, or like I feel. Oh, I, feel like, I won't be. I feel like I'm kind of in that position because I just feel like he. Uh, I feel like Nate is is taking advantage of the fact that he's a piece of shit <laughs> to to his own gain to I make mean, him look like a you know. I mean, I don't agree. I think that him and Tia both at this point are trying to make the best of their options after kind of being on the outs with like what was their stable ish couple. I mean, at least for the first Tia's, week, Tia's partnered with a baby. <laughs> I know. I mean, her and Trent, because I think she actually liked Trent ish. I don't think she really likes Reed personally. <laughs> so I think she's like, and she just had that really emotional conversation where he pretty much just yelled at her the whole time. And don't get me wrong. She was in the wrong for like almost everything she was saying. 
but I think that they're just trying to like make it known in this chat. How I see it is they're trying to make it known that yes, you are still an option for me. Should we need it? This is where we will meet again. <laughs> if we need to have an option, that's how I see it. I All don't right. think it's that deep in terms of like the whole, like him saying, uh, I told you before I liked you or something. I don't think it's that deep. I think that they're just trying to solidify them each other as an option. But again, All right. it just makes it to me. It makes it look shitty for fucking Zach. Uh, at bedtime, we well before bedtime rather, we see all the boys get naked together to shower, and um, I just said everything Zach does is for attention because he even like calls them all over. All right, boys, time to shower. Everybody get naked. <clears throat> and Lucinda asks Ollie who has the biggest willy, and he asks if she's thinking girth or length. Uh, but she does not answer, so and we don't get an answer. We do not get an answer. Who do you think has? The Mitch. I know he's not here, but you know it's Mitch. <laughs> that hog is fucking unreal, dude. Uh, Tia says that she feels like Trent taking Sav to the day bed is a little much, and if he truly liked her, he would take it slower and get to know her, but it seems more like a lust thing, which I just agree with. Yeah. I think it's big. But also, shut that. the fuck up. Oh, my God. I thought you hate him. <laughs> she can still be right about that. First of all, if it's a lust thing from anybody, it's fucking <laughs> Sav. Uh, yeah, either of them. Take a pick. I don't know. So I let no him fuck. Clue. Let him. <laughs> She's not stopping him. <laughs> like, I, you're not doing a great job in, in pretending or in showing that you're over him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think she's definitely a little bit butthurt. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, again, I don't think she's that into Reed. And Trent has this very public thing now with Sav, the PDA, the sleeping outside. And I think she's probably having some regrets. The funkin' in the back of El Camino. Right. Uh, ben and Tyra make out in bed. He goes for the throat, as he is wont to do. And in the morning, Kale gets a text and it says that he gets to go on two dates today. And he chooses Nakia and Tyra. Poor Kira, but we'll get to her in a oh bit. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh no. Nate helps Kale choose his fit, which I said I was happy about because it seems like maybe they're friends. I don't know because he said, I think you should wear this shirt with these shorts. And then he wore neither of those things. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, we see the girls get ready for the dates as well. And they all leave the villa. They arrive somewhere in spain it looks beautiful wherever they are um and nikki and kale have their date first they're at a little table with some sangria and some olives um uh kale asks what nikia like likes to do in her spare time nikia says she loves to shop um kale compliments her style girls do be shopping <laughs> totally and he asks what she thought of him last night. And she says, you know, I felt like you weren't my type, really. But getting to know you, I have a little bit of a crush. And she asks what girls he goes for. He says looks wise, probably someone who looks like her. So blonde, blue eyes. And then there's this thing where she asks something about, like, do you think, like, blonde, blue eyed people are crazy? I don't remember what he answers for that, but he does say to her that I think that maybe you have a little bit of crazy in you. And she's like, don't bring up that word. She's like, that's not a nice word. 
I was like, you brought you brought it up. <laughs> and you used that exact word. <laughs> I literally yelled that at my TV when I was I was like, you said it. <laughs> we go back to the villa and we see poor Kira is all by herself. A bunch of the girls come over. Um, and I wrote that I feel like it was prompted just the way they all came in one group to her. Mm-hmm. She gets emotional. She says in her talking head how terrible it feels to not be to like not be anyone's first choice or really anyone's choice at all. Tia gives her some love. It's really sad, like hearing her cry and just saying she like just wants to be chosen. Like this is one of the many reasons I could never do a show like this. Yeah, I know. I'm conflicted on this because obviously it's sad to feel unwanted hey listen Mm -hmm. as someone who doesn't have a relationship with their father i know how it feels to be unwanted (laughs) but it's also like it's day three on a dating show day four on a dating show yeah if you're already this heartbroken now maybe maybe you shouldn't be on a dating show i think she's gonna hold out as long as she can they're gonna bring her so if you know if this keeps happening they're gonna bring her someone or she's going to be the the one that leaves. Right. Well, I mean, part of me thought Reed was meant to be for her. Like, they have that connection that already exists. There's no way that wasn't known. Um, And she looks, like, really happy to see him at first. It's just sad. But it's also, like, depending on when they matched. I don't know when they matched. No, I don't know either. But, like, would you be stoked to be, like... Yeah, we matched on Tinder and then it went nowhere. No, but I think I'd be like, if I was like feeling down on myself and being like, okay, these first six people, none of them are into me. Mm-hmm. And then I saw someone who I had some kind of confirmation that they thought I was attractive. I'd be like, okay, somebody here is going to, pers- like, he's going to mm-hmm. pursue me because I know that he finds me attractive because we matched. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would think that and then just get, again, even more disappointed. And then, you know, Kale came in, who she says is her type, and that mm-hmm. obviously she didn't get chosen. But I would be this. I would be a puddle over not being chosen on the inside. And on the outside, I would just be mean to everyone around me. Mm-hmm. It would be no good. It's why I don't get... It's why I don't go... It's why I don't do this shit. <laughs> Sam tries to make her feel better by being like, well, if it was three dates, you'd be on that date right now. If he had a top three... But just as we talked about on Love Island Games yesterday, right. a top three is not flattering. Yeah, that's 50%. That's a <laughs> fail. <clears throat> we see Nakia come back. She tells the girls about the setting of the date. Um, she says that it was really good. The conversation was natural. She says that she has butterflies in her stomach and she couldn't ask for anything better. She's got fanny flowers. Fanny flowers. And they ask, like, how they think it's going to go with Kale and Tyra. And she's like, you know what? I hope they become really great friends. <laughs> <laughs> then we go to see Kale on his date with Tyra. And she asks why he picked her for the date. And he says that she's stunning. Their chat was really nice and easy. And she says that he took her by surprise. And he isn't usually the type of guy she would go for. But her opinion has flipped. He's kind of like, yeah. I get that all the time. <laughs> He's like, I literally just got that. Actually, <laughs> They have really good chemistry, I think. Tyra seems like a really good date. I was just about to say that Tyra seems like a very good date. Yeah. No awkward like conversations or pauses. Right into it. Good with small talk, but yeah. still good with not small talk, you know? Yeah. 
Back at the villa, we see Ben chatting to Sav, and he says that he is not worried about the situation with Kale, but he's keeping an eye on it. And um, he says he feels comfortable, and it would be hard to come between them at this point. Sav is like practically like trying to shake him, but she's like, "You're too relaxed. <laughs> you should she's be worried." Like, she's like, "Yeah, you're chill, but he's chill too, and he's hot." <laughs> Are you saying he that Ben is not hot? Seems like she is saying that. Dang. Back on the date, Kale asks how things are going with Ben so far. She says she's a little bit worried that she's boxed herself in too soon. And she says that he seems a bit too sweet sometimes. Uh, They talk about how they're both cancers, which apparently, at least to them, means that they are both emotionally intelligent. And Mm. then we see them coming back into the villa and they're holding hands. Very intense. Interesting choice. I mean, that makes a statement sure does and pretty much everyone sees it including ben and the girls go for a chat right after she gets back and tyra says that the date was really good and that it has absolutely thrown her and in her talking head she says that she has not had that feeling in the villa yet mm. and that's the end of episode four and the end of week one Dang. of love island australia season five man I hate the people, but I love watching them. <laughs> I know. I It was kind of a tough week. It's like proper trash. <laughs> it is. But I, yeah, every day I am coming back to it. And I was really excited for this new waiting room thing. Oh, my God. Turns out it's literally nothing. At less than nothing. <laughs> it's good. You get a, an early night. Yeah. You, you don't have to hear 12 people snoring. I guess if like... You are coupled with a person and the person and the if two people have chemistry and end up in there, but they're in separate couples, it could be like, ooh, I don't know what's happening in there. They're stuck in there together. What if they rekindle something? Mm-hmm. But I feel like the stars have to align to make it to put actual tension in that room. Do you know what I thought would have been more interesting hmm. if they sent the new couple in there? Oh, yeah. I think that would have been a little bit more interesting. Maybe so. But it seems like the way they wanted the waiting room to be a weird kind of punishment. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. We have our first recoupling on Monday. So we will be back next Thursday to talk about week two. Mm-hmm. And we'll be here next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. We'll be here next Thursday. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will be here. You'll be here tomorrow (laughs) we will be here right now you will have been there tomorrow yes exactly uh yes uh patreon.com slash not friendship island pod instagram at not friendship island pod rate review five star (laughs) a little bit of this a little bit of that and Um, we love you bye bye